Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Cam Moon back here, Cody Jansen, making sure everybody gets on the air, pushing all the buttons. He's doing a great job of it, too, over there. I appreciate it. Oilers now on 630 Chat. It's brought to you by Digitex, who wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can call us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. That is also our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street, 111th Ave, open Monday to Saturday. And on Twitter, you can go at Oilers Now, or you can tweet at Bob underscore Stoffer, who's coming up here right away on vacation. We're bothering him in the middle of it. Or at Brendan Escott, a couple of E's in the Brendan, a couple of T's on the end of the Escott, and at Janner31 underscore. All right. And the uh, Ashley fine floors text line has been it's been outstanding I, I got one from Carson talking about the late 90s uh, those big series against the Dallas Stars and the Colorado Avalanche yeah that also a wonderful time I think in Oilers history there's an old saying in the car business cars cost less in Wetaskiwin Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin is committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers if you currently have a vehicle that you are not using enough payments or interest rate is too high and you want to sell it refinance it or trade it in for something different Go visit Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford, or you can call them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com as we bring in the normal host of this show, Bob Stoffer. Bob, how's it going? Good. I saw Uncle Milt today. I was out at uh, Brentwich, uh, switching off a vehicle. It was great to see everybody out there. And a uh, beautiful time of the year to drive uh, throughout Alberta on our way to Itasca. And so it's, uh, it's been a good day so far. How are you doing, Cam? Doing really good. Still lots of Oilers fans at Brentridge Ford. And th- there's a one Flames holdout, isn't there? Still a yeah, one Flames holdout. Uh, I think you're... 
Yeah, I think there's a couple of Flame fans that work there. Uh, they, it's interesting. They were more focused on the, the changes and moves that the Oilers had made in the off season, and maybe that's a reflection upon the fact that you know Calgary's been a little bit quiet. And uh, conversely, the Oilers, I think the general perception is, have uh, significantly upgraded it forward. I know a lot of people think the Oilers have downgraded on defense. Uh, I personally don't believe that to be the case. Um, it was interesting, you know, when we talked to Dave Tippett, he, in, on and off the record, he's kind of stated that he's going to be really intrigued to see the, sort of the impact of Nevin Bouchard this year. Uh, but it's, uh, I think we're looking forward. Uh, it's going to be an interesting time, Cam, in terms of how everything gets handled because of a pandemic and also an interesting time in terms of where can this team go after finishing 12th and 11th overall over the last two seasons. Here with Bob Stoffer. Bob, yeah, you, you talk about Evan Bouchard. Uh, he saw some time last year. Probably would have loved to have seen a lot more. But it is all setting up where he becomes a, a regular this season. Where do you see the season going for him? Like, you would think going in, he starts on the third pairing, third D, D pairing. How do, you, how do you see it playing out over the course of the year? I think he's going to make it very difficult for Jim Playfair and Dave Tippett not to give him accelerated move, um, minutes as the season goes on. I, look, I've, we've discussed that on nauseum, uh, Cam, both on the air and in our private conversations. I think he was underdeployed last year. I think that was a mistake. Um, you know, in a meritocracy, you reward guys that, you know, he came into camp, he was in better shape than other defensemen that got the benefit of the doubt, that got to play more minutes than him. And uh, I, I think he's got a special skill set. I, I saw that uh, the athletic Scott Wheeler had him ranked around 31st in terms of the, you know, affiliated prospects in the National Hockey League. And I'm thinking to myself, he's a lot better than that. Uh, now, Tyson Berry re-signing may limit the opportunities for Bouchard on the power play for now, but it would not surprise me within a year and a half if Bouchard was pushing hard to supplant Tyson Berry in that role. I just The upside's there, the size is there, the abilities to make plays five-on-five. Five. Uh, he has leadership uh, ability. He comes from a pro program, which London is. He's taken every step along the way on that journey. You know, back to junior for a year, playing huge minutes, being a leader, world junior team, uh, second half of his first AHL season, best defenseman in his division. And the only thing that didn't happen this past year is he didn't play enough. So I'm pretty bullish on Bouchard. And I'm not a guy that thinks Broberg or Samarukov are going to play a lot of games here next year, uh, not with Cuckoo and Russell as options in the third pairing on the left side and them both being experienced guys. But I fully expect Bouchard to push and push and push in terms of ice time as the season goes on. Couldn't agree more. Here with Bob Stoffer. Uh, Bob, are you hearing anything on uh, Kyler Yamamoto, res restricted free agent, and uh, at some point that has to get done? I, I'm sure it will, but uh, any updates? No. Yeah. <laughs> I have not heard it. Yeah. No, and you know what? I, 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 the listeners know, like, if they've been hearing the show for the last several weeks, uh, this is a situation where the Oilers hold the hammer. I mean, let's not forget, Kyler Yamamoto had four goals in his final 41 games this past season. Unfortunately for Kyler, uh, if you take a look at the comparables, and I know Kurt Levin's call to hockey references, I don't know if it was this week or the week before, but uh, he had a compelling case a year ago 
uh, because of guys like uh, Fiala and Heedle. Uh, sorry, uh, no, Coonan and Heedle. Coonan and Heedle a couple of years ago, like in the $2.3 million range on a two-year deal. Well, those numbers dropped this year. They dropped for him personally, but they also dropped in terms of what other similar RFAs uh, without Arbrights ended up getting. And Maxime Comtois was a prime example. I mean, Comtois had, I think he had 16, 17, 33, led Anaheim in scoring. And he got around two million bucks on a two, you know, on a deal. And so I could foresee a scenario where, um, on a two-year term, I'd be surprised if Yamamoto got more than 1.75 million on a two-year term. And so I wonder whether or not we might be looking at he might just do a one-year deal. And if he does a one-year deal, it's going to be low. It's going to be around you know 1.25 million. So it's going to be an intriguing one to watch. But I don't necessarily think it gets done right away. Okay. Yeah. Here with Bob Stoffer. Uh, Bob, uh, looking towards training camp, and and I find camp fascinating because it it gives you an idea going in where everybody, you know, fits in. And I'm not talking about like the top six or the top four defensemen. I'm talking about the rest of it. Uh, the where it is. Where's Dylan Holloway? What's what's he going to look like at uh, at the NHL level? And where does he fit in? Uh, that sort of thing. How does Derek Ryan look in this group? Because we haven't seen him with this group, like that sort of stuff. How does Warren Fogle look? What going into camp? What are what are like a few players uh, that you're really looking forward to watching? I'm going to be intrigued to watch Holloway and Broberg and Samarukov. I've got Bouchard on the team. There's an opportunity all day there for him. Um, but I want to see of those younger prospects who pushes the hardest, who gets the most amount of games. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it ended up being Holloway, just because I, you know, he's he's sort of got a pro body already. He's you know he's played two years of NCAA. He was on the World Junior Team. Uh, I think he might have been an option for the Oilers in the playoff time had he been healthy. So Holloway's definitely a guy. I do think Samarukov. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. see a lot of time in the minors next year unless the others have issues on the left side of the defense with injuries uh, and, and then you know even even Lagason is probably ahead of both Broberg and Samarukov uh, on a recall basis and I, I, I do think Lagason's going to end up in the minors I know there's some people that 
you know, think he's going to get claimed on waivers if Edmonton sends him down, if he doesn't make the team, if the owners only go with 7D. I'm not one of those guys. I just think everybody's kind of got a defense like that. So for me, the three guys I'm going to be watching in terms of prospects are going to be Holloway, Broberg, and Samarukov. Um, the new guys, you know, where are they going to play Hyman? That's going to be a question. Uh, you know, this, and what about Cassian? Is there an opportunity to get him jump-started and going again? Coley Arby came in and was so consistently steady in terms of playing the game the right way, you couldn't keep him out of the top six. Cassian's kind of been a non-factor. He needs to re-engage and become a guy that gives Edmonton an option in the top nine and the potential of playing him in the top six once in a while. So those are sort of the storylines we're going to be watching. Here with Bob Stoffer. Bob, we had a question earlier on the uh, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line about taxi squads. It, are there still going to be taxi squads? Will be they will they be smaller? Like, do you have any idea going into the year what it's going to look like, or is that still to be figured out? I think there's so much going on. Like Cam, at this stage of the game, I don't even know if you and me and, and Jack Michaels are going to be traveling. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they're going to have to sit there and look at this on it, September 15th and say we're going to have to reschedule. And or, you know, do we have to go back to? An, I don't think there are plans for that right now. Um, let's just say the U.S. has been a little bit more assertive in returning to normalcy, especially in specific states. They've got very concerning numbers. Canada, conversely, as of right now, 72% uh, of those eligible for the shot in Canada, 72%, so that's everybody 12 plus, is fully vaccinated. Like the U.S. wishes they had those numbers. In fact, the last time I checked, if, if you include children which can't get vaccinated, the U.S. is at 50% full vaccination and Canada is at 64% full vaccination. That's everybody. That 14% that is a big difference because it affects how many positive cases there are. And then, and that, and then we've got political things that are occurring in both countries right now. It's less of an issue in the United States because they've already had their federal election last November, but we have one. And so do the politics meander in, does it change border access, all those sort of things. So, in And this, this in turn combats taxi squads and the desire to need them. Um, what happens, as an example, if there's an expectation, Cam, that everybody is full, all players need to be fully vaccinated? What happens if you have staunch anti-vaxxers as players? What happens if the guy's a goalie? Yeah. Do you have, yeah. Do you have to carry a third goalie in that scenario? Because you have to worry about a, a, a goaltender that's not vaccinated. So, I, you know, like it's, it's a fair question on the taxi squad. I, I simply don't have the answer. I'm not sure if they have the answer, to be honest. That's how fluid the situation. It appears as though we're going to have an 82-game regular uh, season schedule with traditional divisional alignment. It appears to be the case. Does that ultimately come to fruition? I think there needs to be some flexibility. Just like I'm sure for everybody listening to the show right now, Cam, uh, for people that are running small business, uh, for maybe individuals working in the public sector, things change rapidly right now in this world. And so that's why I, I, I can't give you a concrete answer because I don't 100% know that we're going to need a taxi squad or if there's a more liberal use of the recall rule, no idea at this stage. 
If there isn't a taxi squad, I think at the very least, and this is just me thinking out loud, and Cody had alluded to it earlier, that I can't see teams not having to hold on to three goaltenders. What, hap- what happens if you know your, your goalie tests positive a day before the game or, or the day of the game? You know, what are you going to do if your minor pro team isn't right there? Then yeah. yeah, you're not getting a goalie. You know, then you know David Ayers is playing for the for the Carolina Hurricanes. That's what's happening. Like yeah, so I I would think at the very least you might be holding on to three goalies. But I you know I I guess we'll see. I mean I've had some people suggest to me that they should expand the size of the active roster. To, yeah. to 25 as long as you come underneath the cap at 81.5 million because there's been no growth and this is part of the reason why uh you know putting on a logo on a jersey mm-hmm. is going to be a factor like what what you know what's that worth to a company can that bring it every i know that you have you have some people it's funny you have people out there that maybe aren't even directly uh connected and have an opinion. Well, I, to me, that's selling the, you know, giving away the soul of the sport. But you got to find alternative ways these days to raise revenue. And in order to, to, you know, not everything's a public handout all the time, right? Like, I know some businesses, I worked at the U of A. That's the way it was at the University of Alberta, is go and cap in hand and beg for money. Uh, sometimes you got to create on your own a bit, and it, that's why it's a tricky one. I get it. I mean, I, I don't want to see 16 different logos on a jersey, but if there's a reasonable number that gets assigned to one, maybe that makes sense. Maybe we're just headed down that inevitable path anyway. So uh, it's going to be, you know, I, I can't. the word I'd use is flexibility, and it's shifting, right? Like, that's what's going to make it fun. See, by the way, you've done a great job the last couple of days. Obviously, everybody knows you've been a wonderful addition to the uh, Oilers uh, radio network team. Are you having fun? I am having a great time. Thank you for the kind words. I'm, I'm flying by the seat of my pants. I mean, Cody's the guy that's actually making sure this whole thing works. But, yes, I'm having a very good time. It's awesome. Well, you you do listen to the show, which I helps do. as well, right? So you're you're one of my three regular daily listeners <laughs> to the show. So. Hey, it's, amazing, it's amazing how guys always sit there and make, uh, you know, joke around about how few listeners a guy has on his show. But God forbid you make a disparaging comment about somebody, and believe me, you do hear about it. So obviously there's people listening at this time. So uh, that's why I tend to be self-deprecating because, you, you know, give yourself a shot and that's more acceptable. Absolutely. Uh, Bob, before we let you go, what is going on? with the vacation like nobody works harder than you you worked for like i don't know like 800 days in a row or something and now you're actually taking time off which i think is good it's good for you that's good for your mental health but how's it going so far with the vacation well uh, i'll be frank with you i wasn't supposed to be in edmonton today uh we were supposed to have a week of cleaning up things around the house and getting coordinated for the fall uh and then basically a 12-day trip uh where we're going to go bamf Vancouver, Kelowna for seven days, Calgary for a day back to Edmonton. And what ended up happening, obviously, is because of the fires uh, and, frankly, some challenges that, uh, that Kelowna Health District is having right now with COVID, but also mainly because of the fires. They don't want anybody coming in. Yeah. So we've had to cancel a trip that we uh, we did. We did. I did 100 out of 101 weeks, Cam, dating back to the first week of September of the 1920 season. 
I, so I took one week off uh, roughly a year ago to go to uh, Kelowna for a week and drive in and out. And um, the plan was to extend the holiday a little bit more this year. And st- I, I, at times, I must say, uh, I, I have felt, uh, and I'm sure I'm not the only Albertan that feels this way. Uh, there's a lot of people in BC that are connected to the travel industry that are very appreciative of the dollars that Albertans spend there, uh, despite maybe the vitriol that you receive by a small percentage of maybe younger individuals on Twitter that seem to lump all Albertans into the same category in terms of their. Uh, views on life uh most people in bc appreciate uh, the fact that a lot of albertans like to vacation there but because of the extraordinary circumstances this year it's, it's not going to be an option for us so it's a little bit disappointing instead we're going to go to we're going to do a, a staycation a stay in alberta vacation for six days starting this week all right so there's, there's all the plan right. well good okay? that's good i i think and you'll have fun i think you'll have a good time Actually, it's funny. My wife was saying she thinks they would have had a better time if they'd just gone on their own and uh, I'd stayed and kept on doing the show on a daily basis. <laughs> and there might be some truth to that, too. But who knows, eh? Oh, thanks, Bob. Thanks for joining us. Hey, call any time when you're stuck and can't get a better uh, guest on Daisy you fill in. Okay? Okay, sounds good. Thanks. Love it. Bob Stoffer, the normal host of this show. And, uh, yeah, he was... He was in Wetaska when he was at Brent Ridge Ford, went and saw the Uncle Milt Rich, Johnny and the gang, and it's a good gang over there. Lots of Oilers fans. We appreciate you at Brent Ridge Ford. The Flame fans, you know what? We, we'll, we'll put up with you too. So, yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. Cam Moon, Cody Jansen. This is Oilers Now on 630 Chad. Well done, Cody. Well done. Autograph. Yes, I did see them open for Motley Crue about 1985 or 6, something like that. Northlands Coliseum, wonderful show. Turn up the radio. Absolutely. The Oilers Now Injury Report, brought to you throughout the season by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law, where accidents happen when accidents happen. Go to jameshbrown.com. All right. Good work, Cody, with the uh, autograph. You've, that, that just fired me right up. It did. You're, you're going to the classics, and I appreciate it. I know you normally do during that break. It's normally that song, but it, it's not any less good. You do it every day. I, I love it every day. Every day. I'm keeping my eye here on uh, the Ashley Fine Floors text line, and uh, I got one from, it was uh, Khalid. It says, it, uh, it says, hi, Cam, don't mind the sponsor logos as long as it's not too big, located just under the right shoulder blade on the chest or if it's on the shoulder patch. Yeah, for sure. I, w- I would expect it'll be on the front, I would think, uh, because if you're the advertiser, you're looking to get a little bit of play on uh, either television or still pictures. And, and I, I don't think it'll be shoulder patch. I would think it'll be up front, but... But I guess that remains to be seen. What do you think? Yeah, it's not like minor hockey where it's just going to be like a a little bar across the bottom of your back. No, it's going to be where the TVs, the photos can pick it up. Because, I mean, hey, you know, the sponsors still want some return on their investment here. They are putting a good chunk of change into the NHL. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If it said Chico's Bail Bonds, that would be perfect for those of you that... uh, 
that enjoy the Bad News Bears, which is the original, is one of the greatest movies. But yeah, I, I would appreciate if that's what it was. But yeah, thank you. Uh, keep sending in the text. It's been uh, it's been all right. I, there's uh, okay. Yeah, there's about restrictions for travel in Kelowna. One just came in on the text line. I, he's supposed to go there this weekend. Well, I just I know there's been uh, a lot of talk about staying away from the Okanagan right now due to the fires. So uh, a lot of people have changed their travel plans. So that that has been part of it. Hey, in the next half hour, we got Colin Fraser coming up. He's a former Edmonton Oilers, former NHLer. We're going to catch up with him. But before that, we go to our global news, weather and traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.